Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel. Today, I want to talk about the stimulus packages and the economy. And if you ever want to get more information uh, about commercial real estate or about us, www.dieselcommercialgroup.com. And I upload all kinds of articles uh, on there and try to keep you uh, as much in the know. And if you ever want to reach out uh, commercial real estate questions, let me know. And if you ever want to find out more about me or how I can help you, or if you ever have general questions, you can go to my website, um, www.timdiesel.com. And um, I'm pretty accessible, so it's not that tough or that difficult. So what happened on, maybe it was about a week ago or so, I've had a couple of clients and one or two students actually... Uh, phrase their questions as, hey, what should we be doing? More of a panic uh, than anything. And I have been preparing everyone. And if you follow my work, you should really be in a good position right now. You should not be just getting started because I've been talking about this for well over a year, for a long time, actually. I've been kind of trying to keep everyone up to date and what you should be doing or looking out for, I shouldn't say you should be, but what you should be looking out for. Um, and uh, it's, I understand the whole uh, COVID issue and everything like that, but something I've always talked about is the money supply. And the money supply uh, really is what fuels real estate. If what fuels the economy, most of us pay credit for just about everything. So I'll break down here a little bit of how I see things, in my opinion, uh, that you should kind of look out for. And just so you know, I am not a guru of any kind. I don't claim to any of that stuff. I'm just someone sharing my experiences. So never go on uh, saying I'm the best or anything. So if you see my YouTube stuff, it's just how to do certain things. And there are uh, different topics that I discuss there that I can't discuss on this because I really can't show you how to do it. And it's just a different, uh, it's a different audience altogether. So anyway, if you are um, like a stock market person, which I am not, uh, I, I'm not, it's not, I just don't believe in it. I, I don't have any control of it. And if you, if you are a stock market person, great, fantastic. Um, you're probably doing very well. Reason I don't like the stock market is you really can't control the stock market. I've never been convinced uh, that that's the right vehicle uh, for me, and it just doesn't make sense to me that if some kind of scandal pops up, your stock goes up or down. I mean, it, it's not really uh, my type uh, of investment vehicle, so I've never been interested in it ever since I found out that you really have no control and. Uh, you don't even know how they're priced. There's no logical reason right now in today's market why a stock is worth what it's worth. It's all, it just doesn't make sense to me at all. So, uh, but I do like businesses. Uh, I love businesses and um, that makes a lot more sense, right? Because even if it's a small business or a big business, whatever, you have more of a control. You have control over your customers. You have a control over what's happening in the operations, the management, so on and so forth. And real estate um, uh, is more of a business. Now, I'm talking about commercial real estate. I'm not talking about a home you buy and you live in. I'm talking about um, 
uh, even a duplex. I'm just talking about something you rent out and you operate as a business. So real estate definitely is a business to me. Um, and you'll have your, um, I don't know, you have people that do commodity. I, li- I like commodities, uh, metals, that kind of stuff. I, I think that's um, definitely not m- much of an investment, really, right? It- it's more of a, of a hold uh, type asset. Same thing with Bitcoin. Um, people, in, I know initially when Bitcoin first came around, they wanted to uh, convince everyone it's like using money and transact with it. But I don't see it that way. I mean, it's more, I don't know too many people that use it to pay for anything. I mean, that's kind of more on the investment side, right? I'm talking about cash flow generating uh, operations here. Now, so right now you'll notice in some areas, there is a lot of um, uh, uh, speculation going on where houses or uh, uh, maybe duplexes, uh, up to four units, even whatever it is, apartments, they're really getting crazy and they're not lasting on the market very long and people are buying them all up. It's, it's going nuts, right? Well, if we drill down into this a little bit, and let's just kind of look back on history. Um, we, we've seen this before if you've been in this game long enough. When something like this happens, it's what's going on? Why are we overpaying for things? Why aren't we analyzing property the way we should be? Why aren't we figuring out what's it going to take? Well, you'll have uh, large investment groups, hedge funds, whatever, overpaying for something just because they need to buy something. Maybe they have, I don't know. $50 $50 million laying around and they're just trying to buy up everything they possibly can. Um, I don't know how sophisticated uh, these groups are, but I'm, I'm just saying uh, they're overpaying for a lot of stuff, right? And so are homeowners. I've seen even single family homes, which I really don't track very often uh, at all, really. Um, but in my neighborhood, I mean, they're not lasting. Everything's being bought. Well, if you were to look at how many of those purchases or how many purchases are being done with cash. There's not a lot. It's all financing. And I don't want to say all, but let's just say 90% of it. Well, in 2011, 2012, a lot of it was cash um, because a lot of property was a lot less money. Uh, Banks weren't lending the way they are now. Banks are really lending now. They are open for business. And just recently, the stimulus package talks and all that fun stuff. Um, and I, I definitely don't want to make this political, whatever it is, but let's just talk about the package as a whole. That has helped a lot of businesses. And the government stepped in and they really did help a lot of businesses. But a lot of businesses failed. My question has always been like, what other country or what other place, what other businesses around the world rely on the government to help them. Um, And again, I'm not taking sides or anything. I'm just saying it's kind of scary. If you're running a business and your hope is the government gives you a bailout, that is not good. Um, That's not good at all. And I think companies are losing sight of what they're doing. Unfortunately, there's employees that work there. 
and you have to lay these people off, right? If the airline's laying off people, you've got to lay these people. I mean, how are you going to pay them? So we've lost the fundamentals of good business of, hey, we're, we're going to uh, produce a quality product or service and we're going to use those profits to build our business and pay our people well and move on and so forth. We've lost all of that. We're, we've been sitting around most of the year wondering well, how much money are we going to get from the government. Now, the places haven't been open too. So let's just uh, you know, say, hey, it's not like these guys could have produced anything, right? Everything's been shut down. Well, the issue that I, that I saw is why didn't they like freeze all the payments? Um, why didn't they put everything on hold? Because if you're a business owner, it, it's, it's not that you don't want to pay. It's just that you can't, right? So why are you still obligated to pay your, your utilities, your taxes, all, all that other stuff? And it, it's, I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm just saying, look at the big picture. Expenses are still racking up. Now, let's take the example of a single-family home. You're just one guy, and you bought a house or a condo, whatever, small scale, and you're renting it out for $1,000. If that person stops paying you, you can't evict them. But the end of September, I think now you can get foreclosed on. Well, if you can get foreclosed on, you're not making any money. Sooner or later, you're going to let that property go, right? How long, how long are you going to wait? Now, there's a lot of these um, cases. They're not all being reported. I mean, how can they? If you're not collecting rent, are you reporting it to the statistic bureaus or everything else? Are, you're not sharing that. They're reporting the large multifamily properties. And the large multifamily properties, um, yeah, if they're getting 90% of their rents and they have 200 units, that's like 20 people. It's not going to break them. Um, those are the numbers that I believe are being reported. They're not reporting a lot of the little guys. So those numbers cannot possibly be that accurate. Now, the money supply is really what's fueling all of this. Everything is, is being derived by low interest rates, easy money. And I hear a lot of investors, I mean a ton of them, they want to wait till the market crashes. And I've talked about this and I've always asked, what makes you think it's going to crash? How do you know? Like where, oh, because the prices are too high. Well, that's not a real logical answer. The prices are too high is not a reason why it should crash. Um, you have to really think about what you're doing and why you're doing it. I mean, why are you even in real estate? Why are you in businesses? What are you trying to gain and accomplish? So if you're just trying to buy something to buy something, that's kind of scary, right? you have to have a real solid business plan in mind. So if the money runs out, which I'm not saying it's going to run out, I'm just saying if banks are not lending the way they used to, or they will, that's where a lot of issues start coming up, I believe, right? They're not going to raise interest rates and, and corrupt everything overnight. I don't think that's going to happen. It's possible because, hey, you don't know what's going to happen. But I think it's more likely that the banks are going to stop lending slowly. Now, um, most of the time, they're going to want to keep their higher-end clientele. So, right, the guys with um, maybe uh, higher credit scores, they're going to want to keep um, uh, higher asset uh, uh, database 
they don't want to lend to the lower level people. And that's kind of how they start washing them away. And we've seen this over time. People have been looking at this, but everybody's in the craze of the market's on fire. I got to get in or I'm going to miss out on something, which isn't really making sense because if you're looking at your investment and you're making an appreciation play, well, first off, you should never make an appreciation play. That, that doesn't make sense. Um, if, if you're investing in uh, commercial real estate and businesses and that sort of thing. That, that, that's not now obviously stocks and, and your own personal home. That's totally different. I'm talking about cash flowing producing assets here. Um, we, we should be looking at what we can do with it now and what we can, where we can take it. Um, and it's okay if you don't have, uh, if you're buying a seven cap and it's going to be a seven cap for the next 10 years, hey, that's I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That, that could be what you're looking for. It just depends on, on your investment. And um, what, you're, what you're trying to do. The thing that's concerning is in a year or two when inflation really kicks in, um, because it will, uh, it, it's just a matter of time. It's been kicking in now. I'm surprised why people haven't really noticed it. Um, with all this money that's being thrown at us, well, as it starts going up, what's going to happen when people are, are no longer able to borrow money to buy your asset or your property. Now, what's going to happen if you're one of these guys, and I know a few of them, that you've owned your property for, um, and let's, any kind of commercial property, retail office, whatever, you've owned it for three, five years, and you're only able to get that deal done on a five-year term. And now you can't refinance it but maybe your rate's up. Who knows? I mean, right now, obviously, the rates are not really a problem. But what's going to happen if your tenants aren't paying you? Are you going to evict everyone? Um, it just kind of depends. What happens if you're major tenants, if you're a retail property, and you have a major tenant, and they went out of business? Office, I mean, not a lot of new businesses are starting to open up office space now. We've already proved this year a lot of businesses don't need offices, right? Um, it just kind of depends on, on how you're looking at it. So really, the purpose of all of this is just to let you know that, in my opinion, when the money supply becomes tight, that's when things are going to start crashing. And I've talked about when possible frauds start showing up, that's when things start to get a little, uh, um, little nerve-wracking there. So Right now, with all this money coming up, um, even if you're saving a ton of cash, with inflation, it's, you're really not saving as much as you think you're saving. I mean, in 1985 or something, maybe 20 grand was like 40 grand or so, and I haven't done the exact math. But uh, just inflation alone, I mean, think about it. You used to go to the grocery store with 50 bucks, you could fill up your cart. I mean, those days are over. So inflation really does, um, it does add up. And just really evaluate what you're doing. Uh, I'm not saying the end is near. I'm just saying uh, get into something and do a lot of evaluation on what you're trying to do. What are you trying to buy? And if the only reason you can buy it is because it's easy money right now and the deal happens, but if interest rates go up a percent or whatever, um, maybe you should reconsider. Um, just because everyone's buying right now doesn't mean it, it, it's a great time to buy something. So just be really careful. And when the things start to come down, it's, it's going to be a long way down. I think it's going to be a year or two before the deals are great. 
And a lot of people, uh, people with cash now, you never know, maybe they'll lose their job and they're going to need their cash to survive. They have to take care of their families. Uh, someone's going to be moving back home uh, with their parents and their parents want to give them some cash to move. You, know, you, you really don't know everyone's situation. We're all in different situations. So a good deal for me may not be a good deal for you or a good deal for him. It just just depends. So just be more aware of what's happening and the businesses and the companies and the people that are depending on stimuluses and, and easy money, that's not good. And just put yourself in a position where you're you're okay to weather the storm if there is one. I'm not I mean, hey, I'm wrong all the time. But um that's kind of the thing. I really want you to pay attention to the money supply. And when money starts running out, that's when things get a little uh, scary. So I hope that was helpful. If you guys have any more questions, you can always reach out to me, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, wherever you want. And I'm more than happy to answer your, uh, your questions or anything like that. So that's it. And enjoy your week. Thank you.